Welcome to the National Gallery of Ireland podcast. This episode is a special edition focusing on Something From There, our exhibition created with people living or formerly living in direct provision. Exploring the idea of home and the meaning of objects, Something From There marks the end of an ambitious long-term community project coordinated by the gallery. Here, in conversation, the project facilitator, artist Dragana Jurisic, speaks with two of the project's participants, Lilo Mary Tebe and Leo Snichans, about their experiences of the project and where they are now. So uh, I was contacted in 2019 by National Gallery uh, about the project they were hoping to do. And the idea for the project was brought to them by Evgeny Storn, who worked with, um, I think, Maeve Stone from Change of Address. And they were pitching an exhibition to different venues um, that was uh, kind of based on the objects that people who have come to Ireland and are maybe now in the process of claiming asylum or have a refugee status brought to them to signify home or some kind of memory of home. So I think originally it was supposed to be quite a um, straight on project just to display these objects. But uh, once the project was brought to the Educational Department of National Gallery, uh, Sinead uh, Rice and Brina Casey, uh, they, they basically kind of started looking into possibility, possibility of expanding the idea and making a more long-term project, uh, something that had, um, I guess, more layers than just an exhibition. So they uh, contacted me and asked me, would I be interested in doing this project? And I guess, I mean, I can't really say why they contacted me, but I have my, um, I, I presume it's because I kind of have shared experience as an immigrant and a refugee at one point in my life. Um, and an artist, so maybe um, I would, they anticipated that I would have better understanding of the themes we would be working around, which were the themes around the ideas of home and what is home and what represents home when you're kind of in this very unstable situation. And then, um, that is direct provision because most of the people who uh, who were part of a group uh, were in the system of direct provision. And uh, uh, I think the next step was basically putting up an open call um, in different direct provision centers. And I'm not sure, I think Lelo and Leo can fill you up explain better that part of the project and uh, I think people sent um, applications where they uh, talked briefly about the uh, object and what it meant to them and they were basically selected 
uh, based on that. I mean, I say selected based on that. There was not really, you know, it wasn't like an application for some kind of award. Most of the people that apply were selected. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And then I guess the call when it went out, maybe Leo and Lelo can tell us more about how it worked on your side and why did you decide to apply? Lelo, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can I can go first. Um, my name is Lelo, uh, Mary Tebe. When I first heard about the project, actually it was posted on, a, on Central Runners Group. When I was still in, uh, in Dublin, there was a, a direct provision called Hatch Hole. Um, it was in, in Dublin too. It's closed now. I was in a, in a very difficult place. I was in, living in a very small room. And when, this, when I saw this project, I, I applied. I, I came with a, a stone for scrubbing my feet. So I felt that uh, was like the only thing that I was holding on to because I took it with me everywhere I went. It's something that represented home. It's something that had roots to my home, to, to back home for me. So the process of um, of applying uh, it, to getting to be part of uh, something from there. Actually, when I first heard about it, I thought it was just going to be... Um, a one day project, a one day thing. So I sent, I sent my, my, the pictures of, of my stone and uh, Dragon and Brina and, and Casey got back to me saying, okay, we have a meeting on this day. And actually I didn't make my first meeting. I wanted to be part of it, but um, when I, I asked the say, I had, cause I have, I had, a, I have a child. Uh, she was almost uh, three by then. And I didn't have any friends or any family to, to mind my child while I attended the, the project, which was going to be like uh, three to four hours uh, in a day, you know, the, almost the whole day, you spend the whole day in the gallery and the gallery doesn't have, didn't have any space or facilities where they could keep the children for the day while you attend um, this project. So it was, um, I was heartbroken and I thought that was the end of it for me. I was like, oh. You know, I'd have missed it. I don't ever want to mind my child. Uh, so I, I just, I had given up. And then uh, the following month, by the end of June, um, when the when the hedgehog direct provision was closing, I moved to, to count me another direct provision where I had my friends. Actually, I had applied and requested that I want to move to the old covent in, uh, in Balohonis, uh, County Mayo and... By luck, by chance, I, I got approved. By end of June, I was in Balhonis and the July uh, date of uh, another meeting for the project, I received an email saying that um, we actually have another meeting for something from there and you can join us. So I was like, no, I'm, in, I'm, I'm not in Dublin anymore. I'm now living in, uh, in County. I said, oh, that's perfect. We actually have another candidate uh, who lives there. So we're going to get you train tickets and you, you can come up to Dublin for the day if you have anyone to mind your, your child. And luckily, my friend is down here and she had offered that, you know, I can stay with her. You can go on and, and do your project. So that's how it began for me uh, from a point of giving up to a, a, a very good place of hope. This project from the day I attended, it has been 
I found my place of healing. I have made friends. I have found a safe space. I have found um, a place to call home. And it was something that I looked forward to every month to to attend, you know, to go to, to meet people, to have nice sandwiches and, you know, once in a while go out for a drink. It wasn't just um, a project from something from home for me. It, this was, uh, this is home to me. This project has been so much more than just my object. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um... We can come back to some of the points you made earlier, but I wanted to ask Leo about how you came to be a part of the project. Um, I was in uh, Galway, so direct provision here. And then Evgeny wasn't the same direct provision as me. And uh, me and him used to talk a couple of times because he's an activist and I'm an activist. And he just mentioned to me the one time he said, this is project we're going to do. And I want you to apply for the project. And then I applied for it. And then uh, I think I waited about a month from Drakana and Casey and Brina. And then I think our first meeting was that May or something. And uh, my object was a cross. It's something my grandfather gave me. And then just, I mean, I went to the recreation. I'm not even going to go into the details, the chaos you have to live in and all the things. But for me, it's like, a, I remember Saturday mornings, it's a three hour trip. You go from Galway on the bus. Uh, to the gallery and I uh, remember the first time I met everybody I was so petrified some people were talking a lot I didn't talk much I just like looked at everybody but uh, the experience has been great I must say uh, Paul and Niam, Drakana, the photography, Kian, everybody and uh, I mean the people we were all together with a separate it was just I don't know it's just I'm, I actually miss it. I wish we can get together again. We've missed a lot out with the pandemic and the things changing. And uh, But uh, the project was, it was hard sometimes. There was like times where it was hard to talk about stuff. But what I love was the diversity. We were, I mean, I'm LGBTQI and I was sitting amongst people with strict religions and people from this background. And there was no judgment in art. There was no... It was just everybody together speaking their truth. And uh, we did little project. We did poetry writings. We did things about the archives. It was just, I felt really special, especially it's a national gallery. So you feel really important and uh, sandwiches and coffee always do, yeah. But I love the company. And uh, yeah, anyway. It's a deep project. It's like even now I read over my project the other day and I went through everybody's things and it's just, there's not even words to describe the meaning of the, of the project. And I have this feeling it's still going to grow. There's more going to come out of this. And uh, for me, the positive part about this project is people always have a negative about asylum seekers and refugees. They always think the worst. And when you see a project like this, it actually shows that everybody is the same. And look at the talent, look at the art. It's just, yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, I talk too much. Let me slow down. <laughs> Thank you, Leo. I, I find that it was interesting because around that time, uh, lots of people were on the cusp of changes, like with in case of Lelo, you were moving from Dublin to County Mayo, and trying to navigate the new place with a little child 
and also be a part of this because I mean this uh, coming to do something from their workshops really um, was a great time sacrifice in many ways you know like I mean you were traveling three four hours two of you from the west coast people who were coming from Kerry were traveling yeah. eight hours eight hours a day to spend like uh four or five hours in the gallery. But I think the idea behind uh, it was really to not so much to talk about our traumatic experiences and how we ended up here, but uh, how, um, how we can actually make this place our home and also you know, try to, as I said before, to engage with the idea of what home is and can it be embodied in an object or in a memory. And um, so we, we did a number of different um, workshops, as Leo said. Uh, we were kind of investigating National Gallery as our host institution or home for the period of six months. And... Uh, uh, we looked into the archives, which was connected to the objects as well, because this object uh, became something that is being displayed in the National Gallery. So we wanted to treat it with respect. The artifacts are treated in the museums and institutions like this. Uh, we had um, we have done a poetry workshop uh, with uh, Paula Mihan, which was very, uh, for me, uh, emotional. But I think we were also emotional because of what happened. We, we visited Henrietta Street uh, Museum. And um, I think it, that was quite triggering for a lot of people. Uh, because when you live in a system of direct provision, I mean, as Lelo was saying, you live in these tiny rooms on top of each other. And then you realize that this was a kind of reality for people who lived in tenement buildings in Dublin. And how disappointing is that the history uh, is not changing, that the same mistakes are being repeated, that uh, this kind of way of treating people does not result, it, it doesn't bring positive results really. And it's very difficult. Um, uh, so, um, I, I, were there any particular moments for you, Lelo, that you remember that were important? I think uh, the, the most important part uh, for me was um, towards the end when, we, when, when you had to travel to, to come to each one of us um, to make the, 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 the video that I felt was the most, because all the time we were the one coming to to Dublin to you. And when I heard that you would be coming to each one of us to make that short, the, the, the videos, and you came in, uh, you came down here and we went to, to Westport. Um, that was actually during this project, um, since I came, I came, I moved to County Mayo in, uh, in June, July and August, my mother passed. When my mother passed away, um, as as I'm in direct provision, I couldn't go home uh, to bury my mother or be there or in any sort of form. I couldn't even help financially. I wasn't working. 
Um, so it was a very difficult time for me. And Dragana reached out and told me, you know what, you don't have to to stay there. Come come out here. You know, we are here with you. We'll help you through this. And the day I, I came out, that's when we are doing our poetry. Um, and then we went to the to the tenements. Uh, we, we were down there and I was just very, it was just a, a very emotional day. That too was like, I, I felt that uh, this project doesn't just come with uh, just uh, my object only, but it's, it's, I have a family, I have people around me. And when you came out uh, to Count Mayo and went down to Westport, in that place, I, I found uh, my healing. That's when, um, when we're doing poetry, that's when I started working with Wana. Uh, Wana uh, has been... Um, has been a friend to me uh, more than anything else out of this project. Uh, she has been with me through my grieving. She has been with me through my healing. We did a, a short video of uh, embodiment communication. It was, it was, it was just beautiful for me to be down there. And uh, can I be... just uh, maybe jump in and explain Please. that uh, Wana Marion was. Uh one of uh, the people who helped us on uh, different workshops originally, she was brought in to edit our work, the writing. And then later on, she was a part of the filmmaking crew. And I think, uh, and after this situation, you, you and Wana became very good friends and collaborators on different projects, which is actually the wonderful part of what happened after something from there is that long-term or lifelong relationships and friendships were developed and also different ways of how the people started to collaborate with each other and maybe learn about other opportunities uh, as a result of what happened here. Um, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. And actually, uh, that's maybe something that uh, I'll come back to Leo in a second, but as a part of making Home Ireland a uh, um, film, we have traveled to a location where each participant lived. And, um, and we have kind of drove around the county and maybe went to places of significance or places that kind of represent the really Irish landscape. Um, uh, you know, and I think for for a lot of, of us, it was just kind of incredible, the beauty of our surroundings. And um, it became kind of really embodied experience about what we were doing. And what do you think, Leo? What was your... I had a couple because I really, really loved the project. One of mine was when you broke your arm and you didn't show up for the class to one day. And I was like, Dragana's not going to be here. So I remember that. And then uh, I must say, when we did the recording in Galway, when I was with, uh, I think it's Dana from Syria. And uh, he was doing his little footage and I was in the other room. And you asked him the question about what is home. Dia. It's also the, Dia, yeah. And I remember he was looking at me and he stopped and he stood up while you were recording as part of the video. And it was just so powerful. And yeah. when I think about the project, I think about that moment, mm. the, the, the purity and the honesty when, when you get asked that question. And it's like, I think the main thing is what I've realized in the last few years is home is basically where the heart is. And it's just 
making connections, building your new family and just being apart, being safe. You don't have to explain yourself that much anymore. Well, you still have to, it doesn't matter where you go, but I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to train myself that it's okay now. I can be safe. Mm. It will probably take a long time. I don't yeah. know. But, it does. Uh, it's a process. Yes, it takes a long, long time. But yeah, for me overall, yeah, I had a moment with everybody and I remember everybody's faces and uh, I hope we can get together again after okay. the pandemic and have like a proper a reunion or something together, everybody. Yeah, I would love that. Have you uh, get the chance to go to the... I did. When, before the lockdown in December, I made the day they opened, I took the bus in the morning mm-hmm. and we were only allowed with a mask to go, but I only spent three hours in Dublin, but I went to see it. And Lela also came with her daughter Zaza. Yes. Before everything closed up again. And that was a very also beautiful experience to go and and see the exhibition with you and your child yeah. as well. Um I think I think for me, uh going in uh to see the exhibition and not going there alone. Uh, having having you, uh, Warner and Ryan around in Zaza too was just so special. What made it so special for me again? I, I don't know. This was just like when I came back home, I'm looking at the project. When you enter the door, my object is just right there in front of your face. And that was just like an honor for me. And um, the, the other biggest thing is that the, we have, we had these, um, I, I think now they're not no longer in the gallery, the booklets. And when you open the, the, the center page, my, my poetry and my object is, is right at the center page. Um, this actually meant heaven to me because when, 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 you're op- when you open a book or a magazine or anything, you first go to the center page. It's so easy to find and I just want to like take it out and put stick it on the wall, you know, like you do with the magazines, you take out the, the center page and, and put it up on the walls when we kids used to do that a lot. So this actually meant I, I was just, I, I was sitting at home with it. I'm like, this is, this is mine. This is what I have done. And the exhibition now is still showing. So I'm still like in awe with, with everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, there were also um, quite challenging times during the workshops, I found, both, you know, like personally, you know, things that were being brought up. Um, I, I didn't expect uh, when I was setting out to do this, and or when I said yes to the um, to the project, that it would bring things from the past for me, because I thought like my experiences of being in a similar situations happened twenty years previously, that uh, things would be healed by now. So that is something that Leo is talking about. You know, <laughs> does it ever stop? That's the question. That's it. <laughs> I think it just uh, spaces out and uh, 
intensity is less, but I think the experiences, uh, traumatic experiences from the past are always there with you. And they have in some way shaped, you know, your nervous system and the way you breathe and walk and relate to the world around you. So I think my hope for everybody is that uh, there is more peace and stability, but uh, I am not, you know, I don't know the things ever go into the happy land completely. And maybe that's very uh, unrealistic to expect as well. Yeah, but um, I, yeah. I also found a way that we were, um, that the people in the gallery that worked with us, like Sinead and Brina and Kate, were incredible and really did their best to kind of uh, make everyone feel welcome, which I'm very grateful for, because they did kind of provide this kind of experience of, of home away from home and a safe place to be. Yeah. And also a safe place to escape to, because, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I know that lots of people were looking forward to come and just getting out of the centers, changing the, changing the city, changing the landscape around you and to be surrounded with all the art in the National Gallery. I think it was, it was special for me personally. It made me feel very important. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was in the center of the, the gallery. It was like the main room. So everybody was walking past. Many people tried to come in and see what was happening there. And you're like, no, it's a private session. It's, yeah, it felt really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, we had um, the best rooms. And I remember when you couldn't use um, the the hall down there that when they were renovating, we had to go just a little bit upstairs there next to the exit door. And we had that beautiful room with the most beautiful furniture. And we had everything exclusive. Um, it was it was the best time when we could go out. And hopefully soon we can go out again. Uh, and the challenges that we faced, I mean, there were a lot during the conversations that we had as a woman as well. Uh, I remember we, we they, there was an almost heated argument there with Key and, you know, um, our, our photographer is is, uh, is is an amazing person and he's a man as well. So he always uh, wants to have, uh, you know, talk, talk over everyone else. He's always got an opinion and I'm always arguing with him. We are, we are friends right now. I'm always arguing, arguing with him as well now. Like, no, let me have my word first and then you can, you can maybe suggest or help me out with something else, you know. So, um those conversations were there, the, the parts where things were being difficult, uh, where we had to find ways to work with each other, to understand each other, to understand that we all, I am fighting to, to, be, to be who I am right now. I am not home. So I'm here just to stand up for myself. I'm here to, 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 to have my voice to be heard. Um, I am here like seeking a place, you know, to, to call home. So um, I'm not here to fight again. I can fight, but I'm not here to do that. So we, we had the, the most beautiful times and the most difficult times as well, uh, confronting situations uh, 
that we faced. Well, actually, we did quite well considering that there is a, that there was like 12 or 13 people and lots of them coming from a very stressed and stressful situations. Uh, it's surprising we didn't have more arguments, really. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Dragana, that my, my colorful shirts helped a lot to calm everybody. Yes, and you changing <laughs> colors of your hair. But uh, yeah, I, the um, one person that we sh- I should really thank is also Kian Brennan, who is a very talented uh, cinematographer and who has been and rec- recorded the project from its very beginnings. And uh, he did uh, almost everything, all the cinematography in the final film, as well as uh, he partially edited the film with me. Uh, but uh, that was an interesting part, actually, filmmaking as a collaborative practice, which is kind of crazy if you, because you have number of voices. And first of all, uh, we had to workshop the questions for the film because we didn't want to people being asked something that they were not uh, happy with. And that was the point when Dia walked off the camera because he missed that workshop. So when we were sitting in for the interview and when I asked him what is home, I think yeah. he didn't, um, he didn't have time to think about it. He was unprepared. And, and I think it was one of the, like, it's one, it's an extremely powerful moment in the film uh, to really see the impact this, this has on all of us. Um, and um, yeah, it's interesting, but to go back to the collaborative uh, filmmaking, so like when you are editing film, it's quite a difficult practice. I mean, but when you have to edit a film thinking that everyone in the movie has to have kind of equal representation, that you can't give someone, you know, five minutes and the other person two minutes, it's, it becomes quite a difficult uh, terrain to navigate. But I think we managed to do that and make something that was that is really, really beautiful. Uh, and I, I'm sure that you get some feedback too, but you know, sometimes people who go to the National Gallery tag me on a social media post and, you know, people who saw it found it very touching and beautiful to look at, very powerful experience. And I think that's because there is a little bit of magic from every person in the cauldron of something from there. Um, Is there anything, like, I think most of the people uh, who go and see the exhibition also wondering what has happened to the people in the exhibition or people who made the exhibition. So maybe you want to tell us a little bit, Leo, will you, Tell us where you are, what you're up to, what are your plans? Um, well, I left by myself to direct provision about a month ago. I moved out. Staying in another small room, but you know what? I'm safer than I was before. 
it's a step up and uh i'm starting university in september so i'm gonna study and i still do my you know all my crazy volunteer work i do my radio show on the community radio now and uh i'm part of a few panels of diversity and uh but yeah just in general integrating oh and i did my irish my first uh, diploma in Irish. I just did my exam last week. You did the uh, Irish exam. It's me, Celio, me, Ruchas Afrik, me, Tame, and a Honehim Galef. Yeah, so I'm starting to learn the Irish language. Really? <laughs> so just integrating into society and just getting used to people leaving doors open and uh, feeling safe. The pandemic, I think, took away a lot from us. You don't really get a chance to meet a lot of people directly but mm. i've met at zoom meetings and stuff but luckily now everything is opening up again and uh i'm very blessed the west of the country galway is really beautiful it's very irish so it's a it's a very authentic experience being here and uh yeah i hope i see everybody again soon i would love to meet up with uh, everybody but i'm just blessed mm. i'm alive and I'm out of direct provision. My heart goes out to everybody. I have a few friends I stay in contact and I motivate them and give them ideas mm-hmm. how to move out and things to do. So, yeah. Yeah. And what are you going to study? Um, journalism. Oh, excellent. I got my, yeah, so writing. Brilliant. Well yeah, done. I, got, I did my CEO last year, but uh, um, I deferred. I didn't tell you guys. I went through skin cancer treatment the last nine months. No, you didn't. Oh my God, so, I'm so sorry. No, no sorry needed. Um, I was supposed to go on Monday, but because of the hacking of the HSE system, we have to wait now. So I'm going to go through another treatment, but it looks good. So yeah. it's not a it's not a, a a death penalty when you get news and things like that. You know me. I just. I kept on working and everything through the treatment and stuff. I just stay busy. So that's good. But anyway. Thank you. And Lelo, what Welcome. are you up to? Well, I'm still in the in the asylum seeking process. I'm still in direct provision. And um, the direct provision that I'm in, they call it the five star of direct provision. So we we <laughs> yeah we get we get houses but we get we get to share them. There is still there is no peace. Still there is um, we are still in spaces where where we are sharing our our space with other people. Uh, but positively, um, I'm working um, I'm working in a nursing home now as a carer, uh, which has uh, been eye opening for me and um, a really difficult but at the same time satisfying job. And um, I think I found more of myself, more of a direction that I want to take uh, towards studying because I've been struggling what to do, what do I want to study. And um, I think I've, I have uh, some sort of balance uh, at this moment. I'm still in the process of doing um, my, my COO. I'm still waiting to hear from them which uh, I've been getting positive response from them as well. And uh, everything else um, has been good. I'm, I'm running. Uh, I'm running with Wana. Uh, we are doing, yeah, now we, I'm really good. I'm like doing 10 kilometers. So that she's been as well encouraging me to, to keep on running, keep on exercising. And um, I'm reading. I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing um, a reading with a group. So I've been... 
I've been more active uh, during the pandemic and uh, with Wana we're doing a project together and uh, the project now is in the UK. So we got in, we got approved to go to the UK, but um, I, I cannot go there because I still don't have my documents. And can you tell us what the project is about? All right. So this, uh, this is the project uh, about uh, embodiment, uh, grief embodiment, weaving grief. Let me just um, open it here so that I can have more, tell you more about it. Hi. This, uh, this is the project that we applied for um, last year, but uh, we, they couldn't go ahead with it because they were planning to have it online and um, most people prefer to have it in person. So it's been pushed to this CM. Is that the project that you did with Juana? Yeah, we, yes, it's, it's the project that uh, we, we wanted to get involved with um, together. Uh, this is about uh, about healing. Um, as 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 I am in in direct provision, I was telling it like the way that uh, my mother has passed on, but I, I don't know how to grieve. I don't know how to to go about my grieving. So this project um, that is uh, that is going to happen is about uh, the embodiment, uh, grieving, finding ways to grieve, uh, especially for the people in my community that lose parents, lose friends in their home countries, and they cannot be there. They cannot be with the, with their families. So it's just to, when when we attend uh, this project, we're going to learn how and and practice uh, embodiment grief. You know, finding ways to approach it, uh, to approach this grief when you cannot be um, with your families. So, one, um, I was was really looking forward to to doing the project with me, um, but uh, as I, I don't have uh, my documents yet, uh, she's been trying to find ways on how we can we can get me documents, but uh, I. I couldn't think of anything that we, that we can do. Maybe we can protest or write letters. We have written letters um, to, to the Department of Justice, but still nothing yet, which has been a, a very difficult time. Uh, three years in the in in the system, still waiting. I'm so I'm yes. sorry, and I hope it moves fast yes. for you. Really. So you are are you are planning to study something in a care system? Yeah, I'm planning. Uh, I'm planning to do uh, social workers, social social care, applied social care, with uh, yeah, with GMIT. They've been uh, sending me um, positive responses lately, uh, asking me for, you know, like what am I involved in? What have I been doing? So I'm um, I'm hopeful that they'll come through for me. Me too. And are you are you running alone or are you running with other women from the center? So from the center, I, I have another four ladies that are running with me. And at work now, I have another lady that that, that is interested as well in joining me. Uh, this morning, she had said that we should go out for a run. So, yeah, tomorrow we will be she will be joining us as well to to go for a run. So, yeah, I do encourage other women here in the, in the direct provision center to to, to join me running, you know, to keep healthy. That is something that you can do for yourself. And if you work on yourself, I mean, no one else can take that away from you. Yeah, so I've, I, I, I encourage and push other people as well to, to keep healthy. And That's great. And is there anything else that you would like to say that I didn't ask or... Can I ask a question? Is there um, any of... 
any of the other uh, participants' pieces that particularly touched you, uh, that you saw, that you were like, oh, this one means a lot to me? I think uh, for me, it was um, Ola. Ola's, pro- uh, Ola, Ola's uh, object was um, a material from, from her mother. And uh, she has a great relationship with her mom and they're really close. Yeah, it's a kind of a material what you wrap a child in. Yes, in Ankara. Yeah. I think that's what she calls it. She calls it here. And I love the way it was presented in the gallery. Beautiful. It was like a sculptural piece. It was very, very beautiful. Um, How about you, Leo? What was your... I think like Miriam Cross, I thought about the computer, Hevgeny's shirt, Mary Stone, everybody. When I go through it, even the booklet, I read through it. It's, everything is so powerful. It's just, yeah. So I don't have a specific, I think, everybody in the project. It was just so, so different. Yeah. Different stories from different angles, from technology to material piece to the stone to money. It was just... It was just yes, spectacular. Yeah, so. It was very funny. The you know how uh, Tio's computer is presented the, by the Polaroid. Computer. I yes. mean, because we did have uh, there were practical things in in relation to this exhibition where uh, he needs his personal computer, and that's the really the most <laughs> important thing in his life that he managed to take with him from Congo. So. Uh, we couldn't like just take it and put it on display for six months in the National Gallery. Um, you can't send emails for six months. You have to yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah. I was. I remember when I was telling you, Dragana, that you have my um, my, my my stone in the gallery. Um, we should we should we should do pedicures because my my feet now uh, I cracked. That's my exfoliating stone. That's my pedicure stone. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Next time we come to Dublin, then it was very difficult for me to to let it go. I mean, I had to find ways on how I'm going to exfoliate my my feet. But uh, yes, it's it is it has been more important for me to to have it in the gallery than just to keep it with me sharing it with you know with the world has been the most wonderful thing and i was telling my young brother as well back home uh, he's in south africa i was telling him that you do you remember the stone that we used to share like to scrub our feet with at home back in zimbabwe i was like yeah i'm like do you know that stone is in the national gallery of ireland says oh no you're joking so i sent him the poem i sent him the link say if you get if you get wi-fi just go and view this says no 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 that's not that stone i'm like yes that's our stone from home, and it was just so unbelievable with someone else to to see it being that. Do you think that your mother ever imagined that when she pulled that stone out of the water, no, uh, out of the river, <laughs> that it's gonna end up in Ireland in the National no. Gallery? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't even have imagined it. Like I carried the stone with me for my fate, and now it's at the National Gallery of Ireland. People are wondering, what is this? What do you use it for? So it's been. Um, an amazing project. That's lovely. Did you miss your cross, Leo? I miss it a lot. I actually, the other day when I went through, because I have the chain here, and uh, it's always been in my pocket. So this is the first time it's now been almost more than a year that I don't have it on me. And I had it me since I'm 12 years old. Mm. So, yeah, I miss it. But I know it will come back to me again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are, I'm very grateful that they have 
uh, decided to extend the exhibition until 20th of June because, um, you know, I think it's a very powerful experience for people to, to witness and start asking themselves questions and be more active uh, when thinking about direct provision. Um, so, yeah, I hope it brings something good to all of us or all of you, really. I think to, to everybody in society, it's just, I said to somebody the other day too, is we create so much boxes and regulations and, but it's just simple things we need to change our way of thinking. And it, it's quite sad that people restrict themselves and people don't realize. And what I love about this whole project was, it's like, it just shows the diversity and we all just normal humans. That's it. You're not there. You don't become something else if you're in an institution or that. And we should stop. I looked the other day, I went through some of the history files and just, it's like you said earlier, Dragana, we, we repeat the same things over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Somewhere there needs to come a point now. It's like, hey, open up your eyes. We cannot keep doing this to each other. Mm. But yeah, I miss it. I must say it was it was one of the best experiences of my life. So. Thank you. That's a beautiful thing to hear because when I started, I was so petrified actually <laughs> to, you know, um, I just, the first meeting we had and sitting in a room with everyone, the immensity of the responsibility really, uh, really hit me strong. And I'm just so happy uh, how it all materialized and also for all the friends I made in the last year and a half, really, because that's... I think the main thing for me was to, uh, you know, when you're always being judged and you, you're different. And I remember the first time, and sorry to interrupt you, but I felt like, are they gonna accept me? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be okay here? Because it's like, but I'm just going to be me. And if they don't, that's their business. So that fear, yeah. But I mm -hmm. felt home after the second session, it felt wonderful. It was just like, we were just names. There wasn't like a specific, you are something or that. We were just our names and who we are. Yeah, I think I think that's true. I think when I when when I came in on my first day, I just had a serious face on. I didn't want to smile at anyone. I didn't want to be happy just in case this doesn't go well. So, so I came in with my poker face so that I don't get attached to anything. And then the next day, it turns out it is actually an awful place, but everything turned out so beautiful. And till, till this day and, and forever, I am grateful for, for all the people that I've met, especially this beautiful lady, Dragana. She's, she's, uh, she's amazing. <laughs> she, yeah, she's, she's amazing. And she finds the most beautiful places in Ireland and yeah, just follow an Instagram. You'll see the most beautiful pictures that you've ever seen. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I hope you come and visit so I can Very show you around right here. Yes. Um, I want to thank, uh, Leo and Lelo for being with us today. And I also want to thank, thank National Gallery for uh, giving us the space and the resources and time to do this project. And 
when we decided to go a little bit more ambitious than the original budget allowed, they really did their best to accommodate us. So I'm really grateful for this, but uh, more than that, I'm grateful for the friendships we have uh, made working on the project and all the doors that um, and possibilities this opened for the people who participated and also hopefully this will this is going to carry on and i'm really glad to see that both um leo is kind of working in community-based projects with his radio show and lelo with her running groups with the ladies in direct provision and i think just this carrying of, of a safe space or space of activity where something happens it helps people to get them out of the situation where they're in. So thank you both so much. Oh, thank Great. you. Thank you. Thank you for having us.